0: Hey everybody, have you ever watched a game and said to your buddies, I knew,
1: insert player name here,
0: was going to do that? Alas, the sports gods have delivered us a solution, the Thrive Fantasy app. Thrive is a -a one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app specifically for player props. They've eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about top-tier athletes in the NFL, NBA, MLB. PGA, or eSports. For the NFL, you choose 10 out of 20 player prop options, and yes, even Falcons players are available. For fans of the NBA, MLB, or PGA and eSports events, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options to complete your lineup. Thrive even offers new contests daily for each PGA event, meaning if your golfer doesn't make the cut, you'll still have a chance to win big. By this time, you should be asking, but Nick, how do I make money? Well, Each prop has an associated over or under fantasy point total based on its likelihood to occur. But beware, the more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. By racking up the most points, you win the prize pool. And, since launching in 2018, Thrive has paid out more than $1.3 million in prizes. So what are you waiting for? Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up and receive an instant $20 bonus. On your first deposit of $20 or more. Yes, that's $20. And also, code ROOM303. Download Thrive Fantasy and prop up today. Not all states qualify.
1: Ooh-wee! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And this is episode 52.
0: How are you doing today, Nick? Uh, how am I doing as a person or as a sports fan? Uh, both. Oh, as a person, I'm perfectly fine. It's the weekend uh, here in Bahrain, so that's that's good. Going to go out and, and hang out with some, with some friends today, so that's good. Um, and, and as a sports fan, my, my heart is literally broken. And I'm angry and sad and depressed and furious and all of the non-happy emotions and confused all of the non-positive emotions that you can feel I'm feeling right now towards the Colorado Rockies organization we'll get into that later in the podcast but a couple of blockbuster deals uh, that we're going to cover some big NBA or some big uh, NFL news uh, and then some two bits of huge well one bit of huge video game news and then one kind of kind of good piece of video game news but that's what we'll get into this episode this episode 52 of podcast Report. I've got
1: a I've got a quick question for you oh, Jesus So on those lists of emotions are you feeling disappointed like my mother is when, when she thinks of me
0: So just like my father when he looks back at my accomplishments in life uh and top of the list is how much beer i've drank uh he i'm feeling that level of disappointment right now
1: great disappointed like a parent perfect all right moving on to this week's trivia question uh in honor of edge the rated r superstar coming back and winning the royal rumble this sunday um, How many wrestlers have won the Royal Rumble more than once men and women? All right, so we'll move on.
0: I was and who has won it and, and also a bonus question. Who has won it the most? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. So that's that's the trivia question for today. So where where would you where would you like to start, Jermaine? You you I'm a ticking time bomb, so you you point me in whichever direction you want me to go.
1: I think I need to get you to blow up now so that way the rest of the podcast is perfectly fine. That's always how I like to approach this. I like to get Nick ranting early so that way people know the mood that they're in for, and then we can just move forward from there. So we'll move into the MLB news. And as Nick alluded to, the Colorado Rockies are part of this uh, podcast for all the wrong reasons. A blockbuster deal in the winter of blockbuster deals has, has uh, just taken place. St. Louis and the Colorado Rockies have completed a trade for arguably an MVP candidate every year. St. Louis receives third baseman Nolan Arenado, and Colorado Rockies receive left-handed pitcher Austin Gomer- Right-handed pitcher Jake Woodford and Angel Rondon. First baseman, Lucan Baker, and outfielder Johan Torres. Alright, I'm gonna hand it off to you now, Nick. So go ahead and walk us through what's going on here.
0: Oh you oh you forgot to include two critical parts of the trade. Which is Colorado also sent St. Louis fifty million dollars and covered thirty five million dollars of this of Nolan's salary this year. You forgot to include that part. In which they completely fleeced us for the one of the great, I would argue, I would I would say arguably the greatest player in Colorado Rockies history. And we also gave them, not, while they were bending us over a barrel, we also gave them 70 or 85 million dollars. Not, not 50 million of the life of a contract, 50 million straight at like a check. Here's 50 million dollars and then we paid his salary this year. And
1: so both, I thought the 50 million covered no, the salary this year.
0: No. 50 million was just a here's 50 million. We're sorry that we paid Nolan too much. And then 35 was we're also sorry while you have us bent over this barrel. We're also going to pay this his contract this year. And then to, to, to get the to get the people that you got back. Austin Gomber, right? is a guy with very limited major league experience. He's pitched in the major leagues. He pitched, he pitched it for St. Louis last year. He has an over four or an over four. I think he was a four, seven, five uh, fielding independent pitching, which basically means, you know, batted balls and stuff like that. Take fielding out of it, take errors, take outfitters out of it. That does not play well at course. These other prospects, the highest was ranked number nine. In the St. Louis Cardinals organization, so you must say to me, "Well, Nick, the Cardinals must have not had any top 100 MLB prospects, right?" Wrong. They had three of them, and we got the number nine prospect in their organization. It is, it is, it is, it is ridiculous. It is asinine. It is. I, I don't. I don't know what to say. We basically traded away. We basically salary dumped the greatest player in Colorado Rockies history. Continuing the trend of Colorado Rockies to bend their fans over barrels and not try to put together a winning team. Their owner, a guy named Dick Monfort, got on a Reddit, Ask Me Anything, or it was, it was an interview about this, about this, about this Nolan trade. And said fans should not expect to get anyone like a Garrett Cole or something like that, because we can't get him to come to Colorado. Well, maybe. It's because you keep salary dumping your best players. You ever heard of DJ LeMayhew? Yeah, remember when he won a batting title and then you got rid of him and then won another batting title in New York? You ever heard of Adam Adovino? You ever heard of Troy Tulowitzki? It's a miracle Todd Helton didn't get traded while he was here. I, I, it, it is... It is it. Like, and now you've done it again. Superstars don't want to come to Colorado not for Chorus Field because of incompetent, because the organization is incompetent. I've spent most of my life at Chorus Field, my moments growing up. I want I when I die and get cremated, I want my ashes to be spread at Chorus Field. You're not gonna lose me as a Rockies fan. But quit fucking over the city that was that before the montforts took over led the league in attendance 7 years straight it is it is it is incomprehensible that you let a player like nolan walk and really nolan just wanted two simple things to be treated right and to have a winning team built around him you refuse to build a winning team because you said you said after this last season this last offseason, money not this one but the 2021 or the two that the before this last season you said that money was too tight and yet you sent 85 million dollars to the St. Louis Cardinals you refused to build a winning team you've you wasted the primes of Colorado Rockies players I mean I, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. And you gotten you didn't even get a top one hundred prospect back. It's it's it, i I don't I, I don't know. I don't I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. He's a five time all star. I think he's won a golden glove every time every year that he's been in the league. Or a three time golden glove. I don't know what I don't know what he is. I haven't looked at his stats lately. All I know is he's a damn good fielder. And he's a damn good hitter. And if you didn't bet the St. Louis Cardinals to win the World Series, you need to do it.
1: Well, actually, their their team's not that good.
0: Yeah, well, they're better than the
1: Colorado Rockies. I mean, nobody's arguing that. First of all, uh, Nolan, how dare you have those two requests to be treated right and want a winning team built around you? That's too much to ask. Crazy, man. Second of all, this trade is mind blowing in so many ways, shape, shape or form. Like the return, if you gave them $85 million. You couldn't get a, a top prospect. It's almost, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I,
0: I don't know what to say. I, I don't like the words escape me. Nevada, Nevada is also a huge Rocky trade. We grew up with the Colorado Rockies. And 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 we we're just so angry and, and sad and depressed, we don't even know what to say. Like our, our organization that was already, you know, top five laughing stocks, I mean really cemented themselves as as the laughing stock of the league with this trade.
1: Yeah. They really did. So, I'm going to give some stats just to contextually frame this for the listeners at home. So, from 25 to 2019, Nolan Arenado hit 300 batting for average. He hit 362 and 575 on his splits. He played, averaged 157 games, 40 home runs, and 127 RBIs through each of those four seasons. Never finished below eighth in the MVP voting, third in war behind Mike Trout, best player. Best baseball player ever, Mike Trout, and Mookie Betts, second best baseball player in the league, non-pitcher. Nolan has five All Stars, eight Gold Gloves, four Silver sl- Sluggers, and four Platinum Gloves.
0: I, I mean, I, I I hate I hate a long gap of silence, but I, I think that's that's almost what that's almost what is needed. Is a long gap of silence right now. I, yeah, I don't
1: for the Colorado Rockies.
0: I mean, I mean, how how is how is Jeff Burdich, not fi- their GM, not fired? The Montforts Whoa, he, use this team as a literal cash cow. They don't care what happens. They don't care about winning because they know people, they know people are gonna show up because people in Denver and in Colorado and around the country, the Rockies dominate like five states. If you look at it. Utah doesn't do have a baseball that? team. Utah doesn't have a baseball team. Wyoming doesn't have a baseball team. Idaho, Montana, they don't have baseball teams. they you take fan polls, it's large, it's large amounts of Rockies fans. Large proportions of Rockies fans in those states. Nebraska, so no baseball Mariners? Team. Rockies fans. No. Interesting. It's it's incredible. Dang. Just like it, it, just the goings on like lately of just it's just rich owners just taking a team and using it as a cash, using it as an investment and a cash cow, and not really caring what happens. You know, before this whole GME stuff, and and we realized that Steve Cohen was actually you know is a it's a hedge fund a hole. I was I was excited. I mean, I, I I professed on this podcast. It's good for an owner to be a fan. Because he will not let that team be bad. No, he, he won't. He will throw money at the wall until that team is good.
1: Yeah, insider trade to get to the top if he has to.
0: Hey, man, I if I were that rich and I like the – if I ever get that rich, I'm going to throw so much money at the Colorado Rockies and I don't even care how I do it.
1: Yeah, I mean if I was that rich, I'd definitely I want to I want to own a team, so – that be, that's definitely life goals. But let's move on, uh, so so that way the fans can uh, breathe, and we'll move to the next topic. So, I got a quick question for you. So, in a, this off season, there's been so many big trades, right? So, who do we got next? Who do you think's next to be traded of of the players that? you know are in limbo or that are thinking to be traded. So just just re, re, re quick, quick recap. Wow. That was a <laughs> tongue tongue tie. Dog, did you have breakfast yet? Uh no, I've been up for like 25 minutes. Oh, you just so, the words though. December 7th, the Angels required Rasiel Iglesias from the Reds. December 8th, White Sox acquired starting pitcher Lance Lynn from the Rangers. 24th, Nationals acquired first base Josh Bell from the Pirates. 29th, Padres acquired Blake Snell from the Rays. On that same day, the Padres acquired Hugh Darvish from the Cubs. January 7th, the Mets acquired Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco from the Cleveland Indians. And then the 19th, Padres acquired Joe Musgrove to complete the Infinity Gauntlet. And January 24th, the Yankees acquired Jameson Talion from the Pirates. And now on February 1st, the Cardinals acquired Nolan Arenado from the Rockies. So all those big names have moved. All those teams have fortified. It was a lot of playoff teams from last year and the Angels. Because <laughs> the Angels don't make the playoffs. So who do you think of baseball is next?
0: You know, I just – I did a quick thought and and looked around the league and I I don't really see any big dissatisfied names left. There's – you know, the pieces have kind of fallen in place. I would say if the Colorado Rockies are monumentally stupid, like I mean monumentally, we could see Trevor Story going somewhere.
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) – it's all but guaranteed, but that's going to be at the trade deadline during the season.
0: Well, I mean, he still has another year left on his deal, but they got to pay him. So right now, I well, thought he was
1: a free agent after this year. I thought he had the 2021 20, and that's it.
0: I don't think so. Maybe I could be wrong, but I maybe maybe Trevor's story. Uh, Trevor Bauer is still unsigned. So that's that's kind of the last. That's kind of the, the the chip that we're waiting to fall. Right, where does Trevor Bauer go? Apparently, no teams uh, have reached his have reached his asking price. So, where does Trevor Bauer go? That's going to be a huge thing. I wouldn't be surprised if the San Diego Padres didn't acquire him. He might be the he might be the actual the the stone to complete the Infinity Gauntlet.
1: You're saying um, Bauer is going to the Padres?
0: No, no. I'm just saying he would be. You'd said Musgrove is the final stone. Bauer is the final stone.
1: Well, yeah. If they acquire him um so so trevor's story is set to make 18 million five hundred thousand this year and then he's an unrestricted free agent for, yeah for for, for 20 for
0: 2022. Ah, yeah. well there you go so yeah you gotta you gotta pay him or trade him yeah so it's almost <laughs> it's and almost guaranteed I, I, the, that he's the way the way that he saw nolan get tr- nolan get treated I would I would not think that he's signing a long term deal with this franchise.
1: No way, especially if, if he only if, signed a two year.
0: If, if if you're gonna if you're gonna sign me and then two years into my deal trade me away for pennies, why would I like? Why would I not just go sign with a team that's gonna pay me an ass ton of money?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, Arenado did get paid an astronomical sum.
0: True, but it, eight, you know, it, eight, but eight he also, years,
1: 260?
0: But he also got. Uh, Was it that
1: much? Yeah, it was eight years. Too, it was eight years to sixty. There were six years, one hundred and ninety-nine million remaining on his deal when he got yep. dealt. Which is surprising that you guys paid eighty-five million of that two hundred million remaining. Might as well have just kept him.
0: <laughs> no, because I mean we don't we don't care about players in Colorado. You ball to him? Yeah, so, is another one.
1: So, I actually yeah. think it's it's probably Trevor Story as well. Or um, who's your pitcher, Luis? Severino, Jesus. no, Herman Marquez. Ermann Marquez, yeah, and then yeah, that's so that's another th-
0: name. Yeah, apparently there's a fire sale in Colorado. I didn't know what was going on.
1: So if it's not those two, I think it's going to be the Brewers for some reason. I think the Brewers move on from Josh Hader, All Star closer.
0: Mm. I didn't think he was their closer. I thought he was their like do everything setup guy. Um, yeah
1: he's like Andrew Miller for the Indians yeah but he closed their games I'm pretty sure
0: yeah I I, I just I I don't see I I see the so the I don't think Trevor story is getting traded I think the Colorado Rockies are gonna bend I I well really I don't I don't think at this point I kind of hope that they'll bend and and at least get him on a two to three year deal um yeah yeah, tre- Trevor Bauer is Trevor Bauer is the next kind of is going to be that next piece to fall. Wherever he signs in free agency is going to be pretty interesting, um, which I'm really surprised the Yankees have not gone and got him yet.
1: Do the the Yankees need pitching help, right? Yeah, they need a lot of help. CC because CC got uh, retired and then Tanaka went back to Japan. I'm trying to think, but they got James Tallien. Not that that's like he's not moving the needle all the way, but yeah. I mean, you still have Garrett Cole. <laughs> he's good for twenty wins a year.
0: right? True. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I that's that's what that's what I think. That's I, I think that's what's that's what's going to happen. I don't I don't know if we're going to see any blockbusters in, until the trade deadline.
1: Yeah, I don't. I just think uh, the movement is done as far as trades go. There is still a few free agent pieces that are going to be signing here, probably shortly. Ooh, and then I just uh, thought about
0: this. Maybe Chris Bryant, maybe Javi Baez.
1: Yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, so the two Cubs that were on the block were Chris Bryant and Wilson Contreras. Yeah, but the Cubs just recently reported that they're going to add a bunch of money to build a contender. No, not build a contender, but to add pieces around the current players they have because they feel that division is wide open. And it is. And it is. And so they've actually gone out and made a few signings since then. That's when that report came out and that Jock Peterson got hired hired sounds wrong doesn't it That's a, yeah
0: that's a really weird way to say a player got signed but I was going to correct you on it but it's not technically wrong He was hired by he was hired to be a baseball player for the Chicago Cubs It just sounds weird His job is baseball player he was hired by by Google You don't say Google signed me to work there <laughs> you know what I mean You don't you don't like hey I Hey, I hey I signed a seventy five thousand uh, dollar a year job with Google.
1: That's a, that's how I'm going to start saying it now from now from now on. I'm a hundred percent going to do that. Yo, yeah, I, guess, I signed yo, with the uh, <laughs> i I took my talents to Raytheon.
0: Yo, L three L three offered me an extension, and I said I'm going to opt out. <laughs> nah I'm gonna test the free agent market. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna test the free agent market. <laughs> Just think of everything in sports terms. Listen, do I do I, do, do I get a do I get a team opt out for the fifth year?
1: Yeah, is that a player option?
0: Oh, it's not a player option.
1: All right, so let's move on to uh, other contract news. So, Barcelona's four-year deal that they signed with Lionel Messi. Arguably one of the greatest soccer players in the wor- world. Arguably the one of the greatest soccer players ever. And boy, is it massive. And when I say massive, it is the largest contract in sports history. It does not matter what sport. It's just all of sports history. Messi was paid $673,900,000 to sign four years with Barcelona. Here's the contract breakout. Four years, $168 million a year, $140 million signing bonus, $95 million loyalty bonus. I've never even heard of a loyalty bonus before. Like, that is so made up, but they're just like, hey, we're going to give you another $100 million just because. Just because loyalty bonus? What is this, a Marriott rewards card?
0: Remember what I said about being bent over a barrel. This is what happens when you have a player bend you over the barrel. Messi was like, "Oh, I don't want to stay in Barcelona." So it, it, it kind of seems like when you when you're on when 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 you you know you're playing sports video games and that team that drafted you, it they they come up and and they're offering you a contract extension. You're like, "I don't want to take it. I want to go to free agency." So you just put in some ludicrous number and you add ludicrous benefits to it, and then the team's like, "Okay, we accept." That's what this felt like. Messi walked into the room was like, I don't know, four years, one hundred and seventy million, pay me one hundred and fifty million signing bonus, and then kicking another hundred million for loyalty. Barcelona was like, okay, a team by the a team by the way that is hemorrhaging money due to COVID.
1: Yeah, they have one of the worst books, uh, probably in all of football. And, and uh, now we see why right. because they're
0: and now we see why because they're just doling out ninety five million dollar loyalty bonuses to players.
1: Yeah, what is that? Because that's even more in euros. I'm looking it up right now. That's insane. oh no! It, it's it's actually less in euros. Never mind. Never mind. Do you think I he asked to
0: get paid? Do you think he asked to get paid in USD? Just just
1: to have a bigger number. <laughs>
0: he's like <"It's laughs> the You're same dollar amount,
1: but I. USD. but <laughs> I. He's like, you have seen those briefcases of money? That's what I want. I want a briefcase of money. Yeah, so it was actually 561,224,000 euros. That's a lot of money, dude. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, for a dude that already has a lot of money, that's going to be really hard to hide on his taxes. I heard he's pretty good at evading. Yes, folks, that was a messy tax evasion joke that Jermaine and I both just made, so hashtag 2016.
1: I'm still floored about that that's a real contract.
0: It's, so Barcelona it, it, like that that's what happens when Messi was like, I wanna leave. And they're like, No, don't leave. Here's this. And Messi probably looked at it on the napkin and was like, What? <laughs> yeah, I'll stay. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I don't have to I don't have to suck anything. I don't have to this is the amount of money you're going to pay me to run around for ninety minutes. His first uh
1: his his first question was what's a loyalty bonus (laughs) (laughs)
0: they're like you tell us it just has a blank line where it says loyalty bonus you write what number you think you're you deserve (laughs) leonel you write your number down there he's like uh 70 million they're like you could go you could do better leonel he's like 95 million they're like that sounds good to us thanks for being loyal (laughs) <laughs> oh man which is kind so, of ridiculous right think about this you sign a contract with a team right he's he probably signed like a, a you know he signed x amount of times you can't just leave in the middle of that contract so aren't they technically paying him for him just staying through a contract like hey yeah. thanks for staying through your contracts Messi.
1: And no one could afford his transfer fee. So, Never. Why yeah. the hell is that loyalty well, bonus in well, yeah, there? His transfer fee was like the the cost of that contract.
0: <laughs> well, now we see why. It's the cost of a freaking uh, I don't know the I, I don't know. What, I I don't I don't have any comparisons. A hundred we're talking about Nolan getting forty five million a year or forty million a year, whatever he gets. Yeah, and Messi is getting 170. It, it, it's 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 incredible. So moving moving it's from the 70, moving from the Messi thing, moving moving from the Messi thing, which is which is really outrageous, and and moving and and using the the springboard of organizations who uh, make dumb decisions. There was a giant trade in the NFL involving the Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Rams. So we heard last week. And we reported on our show, quarterback Matt Stafford and the Lions uh, were going to mutually part ways. The Lions were going to look towards the beginning of the month uh, for deals for the first-round pick. And it must be cold in uh, Detroit this time of year, Jermaine, because the Lions got a nice big fleece uh, from the Rams. So the Rams received. Thank you. The Rams received quarterback Matt Safford from the Lions, University of Georgia prospect. And Detroit received quarterback Jared Goff, who we talked about. They, they announced that he had, not shocking, they announced he had a quarterback competition with his backup uh, even before the Super Bowl. A, 2020, a 2021 third-round pick, the 22 first-round pick, and the 23 first-round pick. So for those of you keeping track at home, the Los Angeles Rams have not had a first-round pick since they picked Jared Goff in the first round and will not have one until 2024.
1: It's unreal, bro. So the, the Jaguars own this year's first pick for the Rams, and then they traded two more first the next two years to the Lions, plus Jared Goff is a former first-round pick, pretty high up there. And then they traded a third-round pick this year as well. So three first and a third-round pick for Matthew Stafford. First of all, I will be the first person to say that Matthew Stafford is a damn good quarterback. But this is incredible. <coughs> this, isn't, this isn't even – Can you look this, up, can you this, look this up isn't even Detroit's
0: Deshaun new Watson GM
1: versus.
0: is? <laughs> it's going to have the – it's going to be the uh, – it's gonna be Sly the Raccoon.
1: Like, Dan Campbell's gotta be ecstatic, bro. Yeah. Brad Holmes. So So part of this part of this part of this whole thing is that we gotta talk about Stafford uh was open to any team except New England because Matt Patricia well, this is me speculating, but Matt Patricia just joined New England kind of as an all-encompassing head, uh, head coach, like assistant head coach kind of. <clears throat> so I guess that his time with Matt Patricia in Detroit was not very good. Sorry, what was his name again? The GM?
0: Brad Holmes. They hired Brad him on- Holmes. Brad Holmes. They hired him on the 14th of January.
1: Yeah, he was just recently. <laughs> and he went right to work. My man's my man's took his lunch pail with him, dude. So here, here's what I need to, to ask you. Okay. What is Deshaun Watson's value now?
0: I don't I don't know. I, I got very excited when it came out that well, actually the odds right now have the Jets and the Panthers at uh odds on favorites. I think it's plus three hundred to acquire Deshaun Watson. So I'm very I'm very excited. And then I saw this trade. This this I wouldn't even pay this for Deshaun Watson. This seems steep for Deshaun Watson. No, I'd pay this
1: easily for Deshaun Watson. Get rid of Jared Goff and get Deshaun Watson for two first round picks.
0: Yeah, maybe. Are you, and Deshaun Watson's like twenty? What is he like twenty seven? I think he's twenty five, right? Because he got because he got drafted with Mahomes.
1: Oh my and Mahomes,
0: God. Is, Mahomes is
1: 25, right? Yeah, Mahomes is 25. Did you see that new gridiron heights?
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, amazing. Wow. The lean into the Pirates and it. Uh, well done. Those those are some, some funny guys. I will say that. Yeah. Those things Deshaun Watson is 25.
0: That's incredible.
1: He's. It's two first round picks for a 25 year old quarterback, Nick. Are you not Caroline. watching Tom Brady right now? Caroline's needs- going to
0: kill our. Carolina needs to throw everything they have at Deshaun Watson. One thousand percent. Two firsts, two seconds, and Teddy Bridgewater, and and a defensive player too. Yeah, throw Dante Jackson in there. He's Jeremy Chin. No, (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna listen. Jeremy Chin is going to play till the ripe age of twenty nine until he retires because of concussions.
1: Yeah, he does play that hard,
0: dude. Has he had a concussion already? I don't think so, but I'm just using the Luke uh, Keekley model of Carolina Panthers.
1: <laughs> yeah, great Carolina defensive players. Uh, what about what about if they traded um they traded Alex Smith and three first round no no sorry, not Alex Smith. What if they traded Chase Young and three first round picks for Deshaun Watson? Mm. Bro, yeah, I wouldn't do that if I was Washington. And I love Deshaun Watson, but that is
0: Troy Heineke. No. Yeah. You don't, think, I... you don't think Heineke is the man? Dude, Cam Newton is going to Washington. Washington doesn't need Deshaun Watson.
1: Dude, a Carolina reunion? Just a few just isn't there a isn't there a highway that connects DC and Carolina? Yeah. Ninety five. What's the the ninety five reunion? Yo, that sounds like a class high school class reunion.
0: Deshaun Watson was born in
1: 1995. Oh, just kidding. Um, I think I think that this Matt Stafford trade all but guarantees Deshaun Watson will be sitting out the 2021 season.
0: <laughs> I It has to, right? There's there's no if this is a, the value for Matt Stafford, who's what 32? Yeah, he's 32.
1: He should be 32. That's what I remember looking up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's 32. All right. He's 32. Oh, his birthday is February 7th. So uh, almost 33-year-old Matt Safford. A 33-year-old quarterback dem- demands the asking price of three first-round picks and a third. Essentially, uh, yeah, because Jared Goff is a first-rounder. Yeah. Not a good, well, uh, dude, Jared, Jared, Jared Goff the- is like a third-round pick at this point.
1: Yeah, but he has three playoff wins. You know what I mean? As much as we make fun of Jared Goff, Jared Goff won in the playoffs. You know what I mean? You can't say that about very many quarterbacks.
0: Well, I guess Matt Stafford has his chance to try to prove it now. Yo, here's
1: the thing, though. Talk about the glow up for Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford has two years, uh, $43 million remaining on his contract, I believe. And he gets traded from cold, snowy-ass Detroit to Los Angeles. with Have a you new seen the with,
0: photo? With, with, with a new head coach who... I mean, he's just going to go about like installing new schemes and all this stuff and Matt Stafford just wasn't for that. And now he gets to go work with argue what I mean, one of the brightest minds in football. You don't think so. Take that back. I think Sean McVay is a bright mind.
1: You you just had an epic rant about Sean McVay being small, I mean, his like entire his entire offensive ago.
0: scheme is based off play action. And he refuses to like he doesn't have good running backs. Cam Akers.
1: Cam Akers might be nice, dude.
0: Came on late, yeah.
1: Well, dude, he's a rookie. Yeah. He was a rookie who was hurt, and he was playing in a backfield where Sean McVay was determined to use three running backs. <laughs> like, we saw it work with fantasy Matt, fantasy, yeah. man, fantasy managers everywhere hate him. So have you seen the – I don't know if you sent me this, but have you seen the photograph of like Matt Stafford? It's like him. His hair is all disheveled, and he's like in a hoodie. It looks like he's freezing in Detroit, and then there's a photo of him in a bl- black suit, black tie, like with a white white button, up, like classic suit, on like a red carpet, uh, probably for like the NFL awards. And they're like side by side. It's like, hi, I'm Matt Stafford with Detroit, <laughs> and I Dr. and I don't have, ca- <laughs> I yeah, and, and I, I ha- and I have cable, yeah. <laughs> And then, hi, I'm Matt Stafford of Los Angeles, and I have Directv. And he's got that a That joke suit never on.
0: gets old. Directv is so bad, but that joke never gets old.
1: See, Directv is the best of the bad, though. I guess you know what I mean. I, like Directv kind of sucks most of the time, but it's the best one. How about this? It sucks the least. It's kind of like Jared Goff starting at quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams.
0: Well, apparently there was a better option because they because <laughs> they played a Wofford.
1: They tried playing him, and he got concussed,
0: <laughs> oh, bro. he got he got he got dead brained. That's not concussion, dude. That dude, that man didn't know what solar system he was in.
1: He got the Mason Rudolph treatment, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> his, his head his head is dented there's a soft spot like a baby has <laughs>
1: All right, so let's let's move on. We talked about Deshaun Watson a little bit already, but just a recap on the busy week he had last week and this week. He formally requested the trade and, and, and pretty much said that he's willing to sit out the 2021 season. Uh, Houston has dug their heels in and said they're not going to trade him. And then another report that came out said that Deshaun Watson's value is independent of the Matthew Stafford deal, which is the dumbest thing I ever heard of. If you have a precedent, especially in the same offseason, use that as a baseline. You are not taking anything less than three first round picks, or you know, two first and two seconds and two defensive players. Like Carolina is probably going to have to offer. The crazy thing is, is JJ. There's rumblings in the Houston Texans building that JJ Watt has also played his last game for the Houston Texans. Not as shocking. A little bit older. A lot of injuries. Yeah, you kind of want to send him on his way and let him play for a team that actually has a chance to do something. But still, I if I was uh, Dave Coley, I'd be, or and what's it called, Nick Sirianni, I'd be pretty, uh, pretty nervous for this upcoming season because it's, uh, it's going to be bleak.
0: Yeah.
1: What was it I, that you sent me?
0: So you, you sent you it. Me to, you you sent it to me, and I'm about I'm about to read it. So it's kind of funny that we talk about David Colley, right? Or David Coley, right? Uh, Jermaine sent me a picture that said, Remember back in 2014 when Chiefs wide receivers somehow didn't score a single touchdown the entire season? Who was their wide receivers coach? This year, the Ravens had the worst passing offense in the NFL. Who was their passing coordinator? They're both the same guy. And they're both named David Coley. So Deshaun Watson is not happy right now. He knows these stats. He's probably getting texted this stuff, too. Or he's getting told it by his agent or an, or yeah. analytics people. They're like, dude, this or, guy does not know how to run a passing game.
1: Or he's scrolling the internet <laughs> like yeah, or, any other or, of or, us common folk.
0: Yeah. Or as a 25-year-old, he's constantly on the internet.
1: Yeah. So uh, good luck, Houston. You're done fucked up. You could have just waited for Eric Bieniemy. The dude has been back-to-back Super Bowls. He knows what it takes to win. Like, why would you not want that experience as your coach? Because
0: there's concerns about uh, Bieniemy's involvement in the team, whether he can lead a team, and there's concerns over Andy Reid's coaching tree, even dude, though we the- instantly hired people from Sean McVay after he went to one Super Bowl.
1: Dude, that Andy Reid coaching tree comment – Man, if there's anything I've ever seen with underlying sentiments of racism, oh, it was – I mean,
0: it, it has to be, right?
1: Because from Andy Reid's tree, old chuckle face for the Eagles who who upped – who won up Dan Campbell's awful presser. He won up mm-hmm. Dan oh, Campbell's awful oh presser. Oh,
0: man. Oh, man. Oh, man.
1: If you haven't seen it, can you give me the name of the Eagles head coach? I've already forgotten oh, it because uh, he's Jesus. so uneventful. Oh. If, you, if you haven't seen it, you guys uh, need Nick, to take Nick, a second.
0: Nick Sirianna,
1: Take a second. Hit the little Twitter box and type in <laughs> Nick Sirianna Eagles presser. It is hard so to bad. watch. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. I had to stop bad. watching
0: it, dude. I had to stop watching it.
1: I was, was waiting just, for him to stop. I was just like, let them ask you questions, bro. Let someone else talk. It oh dude, it was more it was a mortifying uh, piece of content. That's it's, for sure. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, uh, <laughs> All right, so it's we got so <laughs> terrible. You guys you guys have to go look at it. It's so awful. Here's Andy Reid's coaching tree, by the way. Brad Childress, John Harbaugh. Pretty- Steve Spagnola, Leslie Frazier, Ron Rivera, Pat Shermer, Todd Bowles, Doug Peterson, Sean McDermott, Matt Nagy, and now David Coley. David Coley now? Oh my! Okay that that negates that negates all points you could make. The fact that you Is it, have concerns why about what? Oh, never mind. Go ahead. No, the I fact, was fact that say you Frank, have right. concerns. Uh Is Frank Reich under
1: his tree? Nah, but he's Doug Peterson's.
0: Yeah, so I guess yeah, technically he is under Andy Reid's coaching tree. But I mean, yeah, as there's a stat on Wikipedia as of 2021. Eleven of Reed's assistants have become head coaches, and two have won the Super Bowl. I that's mean, that, there's, that's there's, way there's, better
1: there's, than most people.
0: There's some misses, right? Brad Childress, Steve Spagnola. Frazier, Shermer, Bowles, and then Nagy's kind of flip floppy.
1: They're all good coaches, though.
0: But they're all good. They're all, yeah, they're all good coaches. Some of them just aren't good head coaches. But Leslie Frazier is a fantastic defensive coordinator.
1: Steve Spagnuolo, so same thing.
0: So where, where's the concern of the coaching tree about Andy Reid's coaching tree? I don't see it.
1: It's there isn't one. It's see my previous comment. There, it's. It's 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 obvious just, racism at that point.
0: Just come out and say it. Just be like we don't want to hire a black dude.
1: Just say it. Just be just honest. Be
0: like, I don't want to hire a black dude. Just say it.
1: Nope. Nobody. Nobody's going to even be shocked. Oh wait, <laughs> like, you I got don't. you guys didn't like Colin kneeling. All right. Yeah, it makes sense. Same, there was same
0: people. Plenty of white coaches, even though David David Cully is is an African American man. So.
1: All right. So we got a few more pieces of news to cover, and then we'll get into the trivia and find them and cut them. So to wrap up the fallout from the NFC and AFC championship weekend, uh, the Green Bay Packers and Mike Patton have mutually agreed to part ways. There will no be or there will no be. There will not be. your are a Hispanic. We be. A contract extension. And the Super Bowl is going to have 25,000 fans and 30,000 cutouts. I think I just want to see the 30,000 cutouts. And they're
0: all going to get COVID.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All of them are going to get COVID. And then recent reports, um, it's already taken down two players for the Chiefs but that have gotten uh, contact traced out of the Super Bowl for COVID-19. But uh, the Chiefs barber tested positive for COVID-19 while cutting the team's hair. 20 people were in line, including Patrick Mahomes. But here's what I don't understand. You un- you know COVID nineteen is a thing. You've been dealing with it all year. Why was this man not tested before you brought him in and let him cut hair?
0: Because nobody, in the NFL, does, these teams really don't care. They don't. They don't abide by standards. And and first of all, Patrick Mahomes was going to play the AFC Championship game. If you think Patrick Mahomes gets COVID and isn't going to play in the Super Bowl, I, you're wrong. I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick Mahomes was sitting in the chair, and the dude coughed on him. And there was an NFL rules official standing right there. He'd be like, "I didn't say anything." This man got oh, COVID the second Patrick left the chair.
1: Oh, it's the same. Uh, it's the same ref that was calling the Saints Rams game. <laughs> so, all right, so let's do a quick little Super Bowl preview. Uh, how do you think it's going to go down? What are you What are you expecting from it?
0: So, i i the under has hit in the last five Super Bowls, I believe, and the over, yeah, and uh, underdogs are, or Super Bowl favorites are nine and eight in the last seventeen years, and like five and eleven against the spread. So I think Kansas City's going to win. I don't think they're going to win by a lot. I got Tampa Bay at plus three at, at even money, and I like that.
1: Really? As a pick'em? Yeah. Wow. That's a good bet. Um, but I have Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl as of week four at, like, plus 300. So I need that to hit. But Tom Brady's going to fuck me. I already know it. So I think, I think a few things are going to go down in this game. It's going to be pretty interesting. I don't know... So, the chief's offensive line is <laughs> is kind of scary right now, based on the losses of both tackles, right One of them being uh pro bowler was it a pro bowler or was it an all pro either way he's good at football, either way, the left tackle was good at football, and then Mitchell Schwartz, who we had in our top one hundred players last year, is also very underrated as a right tackle of football. Both of them will not be playing. I think one of the COVID nineteen positives was also a uh, was also a um, offensive lineman, so it'd be pretty interesting. But I don't know how how the front four of or front seven of Tampa Bay is going to be as far as getting pressure on Patrick Mahomes. So that'd be the interesting matchup to watch. And one thing that needs to happen is that the Chiefs need to be able to get pressure rushing for against Tom Brady. Yeah, for sure. And I don't I, I don't know if that's going to happen either. So I actually do like the over in this game. I just think there's a ton of offensive firepower. I do. I, I think it's going to be a shootout. And it, I think the Chiefs are go the Chiefs are going to be down early. So it's going to require them to run up the score.
0: Yeah, Do you know what the
1: over under is?
0: It's fifty-seven right now. Hold on. Oh my god,
1: that's a lot of points.
0: We get a an accurate re- representation. Is it is fifty-six right now. Fifty-six. I. Uh, 56. You know. I, I think that the. Kansas City Chiefs, we've talked about it at at length, can score in a in a you know three plays. Three plays downfield, they score. I think that Tampa Bay needs to knows this, and Tampa Bay needs to hold the ball. Hold the ball, have nice long 12 to 15 play, eight minute drives, right? Where you're you know you're getting four on first down, you're getting four on second down, and then you're getting five on you know to, to pick up the first. That's what Tampa Bay needs to do to win this game. Because the, the Chiefs are gonna score points. So that's that's what I think.
1: Yeah, it's uh first of all, don't open a double digit lead on Patrick Mahomes. Don't do it, it just pisses him off. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. It makes him play football. Um just keep a nice seven to ten. But
0: seven to ten points.
1: Tom Brady's winning is seventh. I'm saying it right now. Kansas City is not the play. Tampa Bay is going to win this. Tampa Bay is the first team to, to play a Super Bowl in its home stadium. Uh, and, of course, Tom Brady is their quarterback. Bruce Arians is going to get his long-awaited chip as a head coach. Antonio Brown is going to be a Super Bowl winner. Mike Evans is going to be a Super Bowl winner. Chris Godwin, L- Leonard Fournette, JPP, although JPP has one already. Doesn't he have two? But, was he on both teams? I just didn't want to go out on the limb and say. Say both teams, but yeah, JPP gets a third. Uh, I don't know what finger he's going to put it on. Eh? Eh?
0: <laughs> this is a solid joke. <laughs> okay. uh, no, one, time, but, one time, one times, one Super Bowl champ.
1: Oh yeah, I was right. <laughs> Duh. Anyways, and but I do. So, what do you think? Do you think this is going to be a good football game or a bad football game?
0: I don't know. I, I've had such expectations of the last two Super Bowls, and they haven't really been that good
1: that's what I' be- yeah the 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 final 20 minutes of last year's Super Bowl was good but the first 40 minutes was awful that I was so drunk I stopped watching
0: yeah uh you know I I don't I, I think it's I, I think it's gonna be when the Chiefs have the ball it'll be fun and when the Chiefs don't have the ball Tampa Bay is going to do what they need to do to win and that's March down the field. And it's just going to be slow and methodical like Tom Brady knows how to do. He's not going to make any razzle-dazzle plays. And he's going to force Patrick Mahomes to beat him.
1: Over-under, end of the half. Single-corner press coverage. Deep shot. Touchdown.
0: At the end of the half?
1: (laughs) Dumbass Green Bay. Just taking a shot at Green Bay's defensive coordinator. Like, what are you doing,
0: bro? That seems like something that you shouldn't do. But I'm no football
1: coach. Oh, my goodness, dude. What a disaster of a play that was. All right. So we're going to go to wrap up the... Uh, Super Bowl talk. You heard it here. Nick thinks Kansas City wins, but he has money on the on the Buccaneers, as well as the same bet that I made in week four for Kansas City. I think it was Pretty plus true. 220. Plus 220.
0: Plus 350,
1: time. dog. Plus, plus 350. 350. All right, shorted myself a little bit. And I have Tampa Bay winning it. Tom Brady wins his seventh. He announces that he's going to play till he's 57. And we have to live in the reign of Roxxon for, for the much longer. But let's move on to what we've been wanting to talk about this whole show, and that's video game news. I'm zero percent excited about this.
0: Yeah, so it's 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 good. So I, I'm. Well, let's get to the thing that we are one hundred percent excited about. MLB. Oh, I am uh, excited. Twenty one. MLB Twenty one. The show announced their cover athlete in an awesome promotion. Uh, if you haven't seen the promotion video, go check it out. Fernando Tatis Junior. The new face of baseball not the best player because that that belongs to Mike Trout, he's the best baseball player ever. But Fernando Tatís Jr. will now be uh the cover athlete for uh the for the newest installment of MLB The Show and I might buy it. I normally buy it every 2 to 3 years.
1: I have MLB The Show 14. So maybe I should upgrade. <laughs> That's Dude, good. there's really there's no point in Buying a new. I.
0: It's. it's you're just thing.
1: getting. You, you're just getting updated rosters.
0: And better graphics sometimes. Sometimes.
1: Why not? Like, I don't understand why they don't just make. Just update the rosters.
0: Or just. Or make a. Make the same game, release patches, and then make people buy the rosters every year for like 10 bucks.
1: Dude, I would do that. Yeah, it's. But the thing is, they hate. Trick everyone and everyone buys the newest game for 60 bucks a pop at a time. And I'm like, Yeah,
0: I mean, the business model is working. I like, we're, we're, we're asking them to change a business model that's wildly successful in terms of billions of dollars.
1: Like, they do little tweaks on the engine and then they like put together these videos and like, Look what you can do now. I was like, So I could have done that last year, yeah,
0: yeah. Now we have advanced AI hitting,
1: like, bring okay. back. Bring back 05's quarterback vision. Did you remember Madden 05 quarterback vision?
0: I do, yeah. Dude. See, Actually, I, I, the
1: MLB The Show is a pretty good game, though.
0: It is It is a very good game. Yeah. The the thing that we're 0% excited about is that EA Sports released or uh, announced that they uh, will be releasing a newest version of college football, and frat boys everywhere went crazy because it's all that... Everyone's been asking about is just to bring college football back. But Madden is awful. Why would you think that college football is going to be good? Back when college football was good, Madden was good.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it's it's still being made by EA. It's not going to be a good game. And here's the thing. I read the article on it, and it pretty much covered all the, you know, who, what, when, where, how, why, you know, all the questions you could possibly have about this game. The game is going to be called EA Sports College Football it's already going to be awful, right? They were talking about the litigation that's going on with Supreme court about player likeness and compensation and all that. And the players aren't going to be in the game, like just like the NCAA until like there's a ruling on it and they can negotiate with the players as one whole entity, right? So essentially unionizing college athletics for them to, to for them to discuss this. and, they don't have the licenses yet. The collegiate the collegiate licenses yet. They're still talking about that. How are you gonna how are you not gonna have that in place and announce this game? So yeah, what I, are we gonna I, have? What are we gonna have? The NC State Kalamazoos?
0: Yeah, the the NC State uh dog pack.
1: Yeah, like what in the world?
0: The Texas Steers.
1: Like I'm just
0: Well, they can't say University not, of Texas. They're just gonna switch it. So it's going to be University of North Carolina State, and it's going to be t- yeah. U- Texas University.
1: It's going to be Texas State
0: Academy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like, just... like it was. The, I, I had a, I had a five minute, I had a five minute search for my phone because I was going to, as a prudent person, look into this a little bit more. That was about the length of excitement that I had. Was that 5 minutes searching for my phone, I'm excited about college football, bring up the link, look at it, and be like, oh, they have nothing figured out about it.
1: Yeah, what they figured out is that they're bringing back a college football game, and they've got the title, EA Sports College Football. Awful title, by the way.
0: I don't, I don't Awful care about title. the title. I don't care about the title. I just can't wait to play with uh, uh, quarterback number five.
1: Bro. Or number
0: maybe it's backup. Five, was deep. Or maybe it's backup quarterback number three, the young, enterprising freshman I just signed. Listen, he, here's yeah. the thing. I don't play sports games to do this whole online crap and, and this whole like keep it recent, right? By the time I'm six months into a Madden franchise, I'm in year 2032 with my created players, right? They're all drafted, renamed faces. I don't care about this, right? I don't care about college football likenesses. I'd like them to see. And even more in EA Sports. You get one year into it, and you're drafting guys that like, or you're you're signing guys. You're sorry, you're hiring guys that uh, that that are like you know John Smith.
1: Yeah, it's insult. In, insert randomizer picture seven. John Smith.
0: Yeah. yeah. Face bald, seven. Bald, uh, tra- bald white tra- wide. Receiver. Tre'Davious Jackson. Yeah. Tre'Davious Jackson, five foot nine cornerback. And,
1: with the, and the, with the number one overall pick, the Cleveland Browns select wide receiver, Huston Duff. That's, that's, all right.
0: that's a throwback.
1: Uh, R.I.P. Right, the homie, Huston Duff.
0: <laughs> Huston uh, Duff didn't was drop a anything.
1: baller, dude. D- Doug didn't drop anything. <laughs> bro, Huston Duff was a baller, bro. Talk about a steal. You remember when we got him, how hype we were, bro? Yeah,
0: Super like 64 overall. He was like no, he was, 64 overall. No,
1: he was like – he was 70. 64 is not good. He was like 78 when we drafted him with superstar superstar quality, bro.
0: Jermaine is, of course, we're, referring to the, the Diego Garcia Room 303 Madden franchise in which the Cleveland Browns won uh, two Super Bowls. Not back-to-back, may I say.
1: No, nah, we were just in contention. Bro, our first Super Bowl with the Cleveland Browns, we beat the Dallas Cowboys seven to six. Because yeah, it was a, it was interception.
0: It, <laughs> it was a defensive stand. It was definitely a. It was definitely. A I mean, our R.I.P. to the controllers that that never left room three hundred three. You left them there? No, 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 the ones that I broke.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was hard times. But hard well, times is mean, the three hundred three.
0: That's it's, it's basically the EA sports college football is a perfect segue to fine and cut. Cause it's basically where they just, you just announced. Yeah. Like Jermaine said, you just announced that you're bringing a game with a title. Congratulations. <laughs> cool. All
1: right. Tight.
0: Fine, fine, fine and cut is, is also the Colorado Rockies. I'm, I, I, you, for reasons, reasons explained prior read above. Right. Uh, and then <laughs> X, ex, X Mets manager, Mickey Callaway, uh, it was it was accused of sexually uh, har- uh, harassing, right? No, it was it's misconduct. So he sexual mis- he was sexual misconduct for for five women.
1: He he was doing what the other Mets guy did. What was the other guy's? The other Mets guy, Jed? No, Jed Hoyer is the Cubs. What was the GM for the uh, the oh, Mets that we just? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The the lewd text message and, and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so this guy was essentially doing the same thing. He was sending like he was sending like shirtless photos and asking for nudes and all kinds of stuff, but unsolicited for you know from women that weren't interested.
0: Yeah, spanned five five turned, women over the period of five years.
1: Yep. Jared five Porter yeah, is
0: but, the Cubs guy.
1: Yeah, Cubs Mets guy, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Mets GM, former Cubs director of play operations.
1: Yeah, so this this one right here with Mickey Callaway started when he was with the Cleveland Indians. Had he's was I think it was going on as well when he was with the Angels because he's the Angels' current uh, pitching coach. And, I was, and it obviously happened while he was the Mets manager as well. So it sounds to me like Steve Cohen got himself a pretty nice franchise that he fits right in with just a bunch of rule breakers and lewd degenerates who, no, they're not even degenerates. These are just scumbags. Scumbags, yeah. Scumbags, yeah. So, Mickey Calloway, um, you've been fine and you've been cut. What's, I what's, about that?
0: what's the deal man what's the deal with this like just like move on like if, if you send her text messages and she doesn't respond or or she doesn't give you what you want just move on what are you doing
1: i don't understand dude that's the problem with like a lot of people feel like this that because they can shoot you a text whenever that you're at their beck and call all the time yeah you know, and guess, it's just kind of like it's not the way it is.
0: Yeah, and that's I, I, that's that's what
1: happens when these dudes get these these photos.
0: I guess, yeah. Wow, well, whatever. All right, let's let's do the uh, let's do the uh, trivia question, Jermaine.
1: All right, go ahead and give it to him, Nick.
0: I so that the trivia question was: How many wrestlers have won the Royal Rumble more than once, men and women included? Uh, let me see here. And it is eight. Eight wrestlers have won the Royal Rumble more than once. Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, John Cena, Batista, one of the best intros in WWE history, Triple H, Randy Orton, and then finally this year, the rated R superstar, Edge. And I asked you the bonus question. I said, who has won it the most? And that would be Stone Cold Steve Austin. He won it three times, one in ninety seven, one in ninety-eight, and one in two thousand and one.
1: Yeah. Stone Cold. Back to back rumble winner. Him and Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels all back to back rumble winners. No well,
0: inside of trivia. That's that's a that's some exhibit trivia right there. Yo, exhibit. dog. I heard you uh, yeah, I heard you like trivia. <laughs> oh like
1: what shout out west coast customs
0: pimp pimp my ride man well that's uh that'll do it for us here at room 303 episode 52 a shout out to the i don't know if you can really give a shout out since it's my model that i built uh a, a psa i guess the model is up and running so go follow us on twitter you'll get free picks uh every day from from the model cranking out uh so we, we put those out right now, NBA and EPL picks. Uh, we'll do champions league here next week. Uh, what do you got for the people, Jermaine?
1: Yeah. Thanks for listening. As always, this was episode 52. Um, next week's episode, we're going to with the NBA season one month in, and about a third of the way done because it's a 72 game season. We're going to go ahead and get deep dive. What's going on in the league. So biggest surprises, biggest disappointments, the impact of COVID favorites for awards, all-star picks, And then, you know, we'll talk about how we see this playoff picture unraveling. But, yeah, every team except for the Memphis Grizzlies who got hit hard by COVID has played over 20 games already. So, by the time you are listening to us in your sweet headphones, bringing you sweet nothings of sports, uh, each team should probably play about around 24 games, except for the Memphis Grizzlies. So, We'll have a complete deep dive for you then. All right. That's all we got for you. So this has been easy going amplifier. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at podcast room three zero three lights. Hey, room three Oh three listeners. Are you looking for a way to make every game day exciting? Even when your favorite team isn't suiting up, then thrive fantasy is the destination you're looking for a -a one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have options for NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports. Guess what? They even take all the research out of it for you by only asking about top-tier athletes in their respective sports. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is, baby! Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Build your lineup daily and earn all that moolah. For NFL, choose 10 out of 20 player prop options. NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options. With PGA having new contests each match day, Thursday, Friday, and so on. Still on the fence? Well, here's the nudge you need. Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up, and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. I'll repeat that. Promo code ROOM303. A $20 bonus. Thrive has awarded over $1.3 million in prizes since launch in 2018. What are you waiting for? To be up 28-3? to Download Thrive Fantasy now and prop up today. Not all states qualify.